0: Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the the Magic Our Way podcast. everybody, welcome back to another episode of Magic Our Way. This is actually our episode 10, which we'll get into in a little bit and get all excited. But anyway, uh, I am Kevin. I'm Danny. And we have a special guest here today, which you're probably going to hear very soon on our field reports. I think that's what we're calling it, right? We called
1: it uh, Drunk on the Balcony drunk or Boardwalk on the balcony. Board yeah. in the balcony. I don't know what we called it, but I guess, you know. Yeah, it's or- no
0: different tonight. There's just no balcony. Right. <laughs> We just, we just need a generalized term, I guess, for because the you beer know. is much cheaper.
1: Yeah, no That's kidding, right, man.
0: magic my way. <laughs> <laughs> and now you know how we got the name. Yes. So. Um. So anyway. uh Yeah, man. We got a we got a big show today, so I think we. Oh, actually, wait, man. It's a freaking show ten. Yeah. I, mean, I can't. I can't pass that up, man. Absolutely. We're in man. double digits. So we made it here, and before we continue... I and that's not weird. even
1: counting all the shows we just discarded, because yeah. we
0: sucked. Yeah, there were some Worse shows that than were we do really now. terrible, you know. I mean, not that episodes one and two and three are the greatest, but they're not bad. But mm-hmm. they're a little bit better than what we had originally had started with. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, man, we're in double digits, and we'll be in double digits for a while, hopefully. <laughs> and before we continue on our show, I just want to give a shout out to all the liners that are out there. If you know what a liner is, you know what I'm talking about. You know, with a little group on Facebook, and Danny, I just got you into that little group.
1: I had no idea what you were talking about. When you yeah. said miners. I was, I was curious. So uh, yeah, I've been there. Pretty cool. I yeah, was
0: thinking cokeheads. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what it sounds like. <laughs> that's exactly.
2: Yeah. I
1: didn't piece it together quite
0: like that. Yeah, but it's for anybody who doesn't know that's interested. I mean, if you follow Turing Plans, you know they have this Turing Plans app called lines and you know that does all the wait times and everything else and they have a chat room and so people that you know that chat in that chat room they're called they call themselves liners and so they created a facebook group and so that's what that's what i got i pulled you in and i told them about our show and so hopefully we can get some people supporting us from from that angle giving us some opinions and feedback whatever else and i know some people are looking forward to talking about dvc but before we do that man let's go into the queue (music)
1: All right, uh, first up, we're going to do like a short news segment because we're going to really kind of spend our time on our main topic today. Uh, Disney's Improved Resort In-Room Guest Internet Wi-Fi Service. Uh, it's a long-about way of saying you get better at Wi-Fi in your room now. And I know for me, last when did, time... When
0: did this happen? When did this come out? Just out you curiosity? asking. Th-
1: this was... T- I saw this as of yesterday being okay. announced. And... Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: No, uh, no, so I just no, no. wanted to make sure because I know it w- didn't happen when I was there. she <laughs> When we were there, I mean, all those right. little
1: balcony shows that you're going to hear that we're going to upload uh, during our stay, I went back to my room. I tried to upload them. It could not upload to right. Dropbox. I had to go to the lobby. I called up to complain about it. Right. And the person was like, yeah, go to the lobby. The lobby's better. And right. it, it happened within seconds. So, yeah, I mean, and I wish I
0: would have told you. I remember like a lot of other podcasters, they do the same thing. They have to go to the lobby to upload a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything. And I didn't even think about the rooms. Yeah, the rooms, the rooms, that when I went, there, in Mardi Gras, And I'm sure it was the same. Man, they were just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could barely do anything. So I just switched to my, like, whatever, the ATT 4G thing. And it worked fine. Exactly. Is just it is. It's funny.
1: The internet in the parks worked better than the internet in the rooms. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's crazy. crazy. Which,
0: is, which is cool. I don't mind that. But yeah. at the same time, like, you know, if I'm chilling in my house. Or house. Room. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to get decent internet, you know. And, and the sad thing, but they, they stopped the signal to the quarter cable mm-hmm. you know so I used to be able to just plug into the internet you know with my laptop or whatever and, and use my own router if I wanted to or just use my laptop and the signal was fine I mean you know but they stopped doing that just in lieu because they set up the whole wireless thing and I'm glad to see they've improved on it and I look forward to hearing anybody actually if y'all are down there, anybody listening if you're down there right now and you're and you're experiencing the Wi-Fi in your rooms man let us know yeah if you listening... email magic our way at gmail.com man. let us know how the signal is cuz I know I tell you what it wasn't that great when I was there, man. It was, yep. it was, it was pretty terrible. You know, I was going
1: to say, if you're listening to any podcast, even not Magic Our Way, right now in your room, you're doing yeah. better than what we did. Right. Because I could not.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was tough. I'd be curious to know, man. So seriously, yeah. MagicOurWay at Let us know. If you're down there in the trips, you know, give us a little report about the, the internet in your rooms, man. I'm curious.
1: Moving forward. Uh, Marvel is going to be headed to the Disney parks in Hong Kong. Hong Kong Disneyland is going to be getting the quote-unquote Marvel Heroes, which this is going to mark the first appearance of the Marvel characters. I don't know if it's going to be a land. They haven't really announced it. All they just said is that Marvel. I was about to ask. Yeah, I wonder what
0: they're doing with it.
1: They, They haven't said, but this is going to mark the first appearance by Marvel characters in a Disney park okay which cannot happen in florida ever apparently I'm yeah for it. now
0: at least until the contracts up and you know whatever well, i keep looking do you see an end date for that contract I don't. I don't know i don't know what the what marvel i don't know the specifics of what marvel had done in fact i think universal after. is
1: just i think Universal's rubbing it in because there are certain websites that you go to now and even harry potter they don't care the banner is spider-man they're right, like yeah right. you want to see marvel in the united states you got to yeah. come to our park
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, of course they're rubbing it in, yeah, but still the parent company is Disney, so mm-hmm. regardless of what they do, they got somebody by their pair, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, but
1: like, uh, it does suck, because, I mean, from a, a standpoint here, it, you know... Uh, I, mean, I don't what, know. What is it going to take for yeah. us to see some Marvel... I mean, I, I like the Spider-Man ride over at yeah. Universal, but the rest of it...
0: Well, what, well, let me talk about this. I mean, we're going to go... I don't want to extend the episode any longer, but, like, what do you think of how they what they did with that lamp? What Marvel yeah, did how, with how Universal did, did yeah, with their land? Right. What, oh, I how, hate it.
1: Right. I like Spider Man, but everything else is a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's six flags.
0: Right. I don't think they went to the yeah. detail that they did with Dr. Seuss land. Nope. Or definitely not Harry Potter land. I think, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was a different set of, I don't know what Universal calls their Imagineers, but maybe it was a different set of people that, that designed that Marvel park, part of their park, that area. But man, I just, I don't know. I mean, I think they went for like the comic book two dimensional kind of look, but, I think there's a, no. there's a lot of, you know, even that doesn't really translate to me. It's just like, you know, just kind of cheap cardboard cutouts, just put even, up, you know. Even their walk-around. Yeah. yeah.
1: Even their walk-around characters are pretty cheap. It looks like they bought their suit, you know, from the uh, from Party City. Right, right, <laughs> right. It doesn't look like much of anything over there. I think it's a shame yeah. that they're kind of, it's almost like they're squatting <laughs> on these rights. I mean, oh, yeah, outside yeah, of yeah. Spider-Man, what else are they really doing with these marbles? Right. And there's right. an ex. Dense of, you know. I
0: wonder what characters they have rights to. Yeah, I know Spider-Man definitely, uh, America, Spider-Man, Hulk. Uh, I mean, is it the entire universe? I mean, cuz Marvel's pretty big, right? I don't think it's the entire universe, but it pretty it,
1: it covers a lot of a the good, good, popular ones. Yeah, I mean, there. it's Fantastic 4, it's um Spider-Man, it's yeah. Hulk, it's um I believe the X-Men as well. Oh yeah, uh, I yeah, know yeah, Storm is was there. Yeah, Storm is there. She yeah.
0: has a Big picture thing,
1: yeah, but all it is is a bunch of Six Flags rides with a bunch of cardboard cutouts right. of the characters. Yeah, that's lame. Spider mans the only thing they really put any thought in, and it is a great ride. I and mean, I could
0: only think uh, instead of Avatar Land, if if Disney had an opportunity to do a Marvel Land, what it would look like. You know, it's, well, it, it, yeah. But I hear
1: anyway. Avatar Land's going through some trouble, so hopefully they finally abandon we'll this bad I'm, idea.
0: I mean, not that I wouldn't appreciate Avatar. Why don't you give Avatar to Universal? Let them play with that. How about that? I, what? give it to disney no give it to universal and then we'll take oh, marvel just yeah. give us everything marvel and then you know let us do what we want with it and you know i'm fine with them putting
1: an avatar themed ride in animal kingdom just not a whole land i don't need that much avatar just one. <laughs> I, I, you know
0: the dragon people thing and, whatever, and that's you know. fine, that's yeah, fine. I'm, I'm good with that done. i mean let me look at the tree well there'd be like two trees then there's like a tree of life in avatar and a tree of life in the park yeah and, and, and Except one's blue and the other one's got a bunch of carvings in it. <laughs> well let's get to our topic, man. Let's get to the hub.
1: Alright, so this is our main topic, the Disney Vacation Club. We've been toying with the idea of doing this show for a while now, and pretty much I think anybody, any serious Disney fan that's ever going to that's ever gone to the parks. Has passed these kiosks at one Other, point in time. Everywhere. Another. Yes. <laughs> everywhere. And you've often wondered the same thing to yourself. What is it? Is it a good deal? Right. Why is no one else over at the kiosk if yeah. it is truly the best kept secret? Um,
2: you can, so you get a ton of. Is this the worst job in the park? <laughs> <laughs>
1: But most importantly, can my child get a Mickey sticker? <laughs> because oh, yeah, I, yeah, they give away good Mickey is, stickers, that's, man. That's a nice little Mickey sticker. We spot. always get Mickey stickers got those dudes. Yeah, yeah my, my child always, was always running around being bad. All the other cast members were busy doing their jobs. Yeah. those are the one. That, that's the one position where you just sit there and you just yeah. wait for someone to come over. And so if you have nothing to do, you just right. hang out stickers.
0: Right. But, um, yeah, we'll go ahead.
1: Anyway, so uh, yeah, we're getting off point here. So basically... I'm interested in becoming a, a Disney Vacation Club me- uh, member. I love the Grand Floridian. I know they're opening villas over there, and I've got with me here two people: Kevin, who looked at it, decided to do the Disney Vacation Club, loves it, and uh, you know he, he's he's in. And then there's my brother-in-law Aaron, who we've kind of you know looked towards for our info regarding the Disney Vacation Club because there's come there's been a couple of times where we've gotten close. And Aaron's kind of looked into it and has decided, well, maybe this isn't such a great deal. Right. So um, I've got two people here. I'm undecided. I- I'm looking for some facts. I've got some questions. So, well, before I
0: ask your preface, yeah, the purpose of the show, hopefully, I mean, we've all done our thorough research on this thing and we hope to give the listener like a full picture of, you know, DVC of what's what, like, what like, what's up. You know, I mean, not just the basis, like, okay, the points, this is how you use the points, this is how you bank. I want to give, we want to give you, like, the full, um, I, I don't know, almost ultimate picture of, like, you know, both sides of DVC. What's with the, with the good, the bad, the meh, the everything, okay? Yeah. That way, hopefully, you, the listener, can give a really good, just make a really good decision whether it's right for you or not, or whether you want to do it. I mean, there, there's stuff all over the internet, you know, the boards constantly talk about the pros and cons, people are talking, so hopefully we can kind of consolidate all that information into this one particular show. Now, we may have to revisit this down the road again a couple of times because it's always changing, you know, yeah. and things, facts change, this, that, and the other, whatever. But at least this is a start, and we can kind of give you a full, full picture of what's actually going on, you know. You know
1: and that's part of the problem with uh, research in this issue is that, you know, if you find any information from a year ago, right. it's already outdated. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, all right. All right.
2: Yeah, so basically uh, I'm the – I guess I'm the con, huh? But anyway. You're the con. He's the pro. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm I'm actually not necessarily here to be the con, but I guess one of the benefits of of this segment is uh, we can at least talk about different situations, Kevin's family, his situation, when he bought in, how things worked, how things have changed since he bought in versus – what things are now and how and, and, and what does it take for a family uh, of four, you know, the wife, the husband and the two children to get involved in this, to do it and to actually get the benefit out of it that you want. And it depends on what you want. So, you know, we throw a few ideas out there and, and then. Everybody can decide, hey, you know, where do I fit in in this whole yeah. deal and whether it's good or it's bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: ultimately, if, we, if there's any questions about this stuff that we haven't really addressed, again, email us, magic at, at gmail.com, and we'll try to address it. But hopefully we'll get to cover pretty much everything. So,
3: All
1: right. Well, let's start with an overview of what the Disney vacation plan is. I'm sure that if you're listening to a Disney podcast, you know what it is, you've heard of it, but on the off chance that you don't know what it is, the Disney Vacation Club, it's Disney's version of a, a, a timeshare, but instead of being locked into a specific condo during a specific period of time, you're kind of free to select any resort you want for any week that's available. Right. Um, basically, you put down a, a, a sizable upfront fee, you pay your, your closing costs. You, you have monthly dues because you're purchasing a, a real estate interest in this place. So you're considered an owner. So you're paying monthly dues for upkeep and whatnot. Um, but you're purchasing that in Disney vacation club club, uh, resort. And, uh, right now, currently, if you're interested through Disney, there are three DVC resorts that are available. DVC, Disney vacation club. I actually had to like, look at that. i stupid so (laughs) people kept saying dvc i'm like oh oh the abbreviation yeah 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 so the three resorts available right now are the animal kingdom villas bay lake tower at disney's contemporary resort and alani which is uh the resort villas in hawaii
0: in hawaii Mm -hmm.
1: now in purchasing uh, a real estate interest in one of those hotels you receive from disney a yearly allotment of points to use towards your vacation at Disney resorts, as well as other worldwide destinations. Currently, there's a minimum purchase requirement of 160 points. You can buy more, but you can't buy less. So there's also a current minimum price per point of $140. So you spend $140 for 160 points. That means the least that you could pay.
0: Wait, that's $140 per point?
1: $140 per Point oh per God. 160 points. So, the least that you could possibly pay to join up to Disney Vacation Club right now is $22,400.
0: Boy, that's more than double than what I bought into. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So scary. I mean, it and that's, is.
1: That's not taking into account monthly dues, it's not taking into account closing costs. That's just that's minimum. And that's for animal Kingdom Villas, that's for Alani. You want Bay Lake Towers, you're at $160 a point,
0: you're paying more um but what bay lake have, bay lake's more than alani bay yes. lake's more than alani oh wow no yeah.
2: they're all based they're all uh they, of course it's not listed this way but they're all weighted and um basically the closer and and, and more uh convenient uh, a place is the more it's going to cost oh you. yeah bay mm. lake june. yeah,
0: yeah. I, I got a chance to stay at bay lake in june uh with the group man that was, I mean, talk about convenience. Holy Moses. Yeah. You know? It, it looked brand new. Huh? Yeah, it yeah. was brand new. And then, you know, I, I, I paid points for like a lake view because I had like half. It was funny because I look at the window. If you look mm. at the big grand window, half of it was lake view. But the, most of it, like three fourths of it was like the Magic Kingdom. But yeah. I got charged a lake view because there's a lake you know and it was like it was, so it was a good deal there but then at the same time you know we got to see wishes and stuff yeah. you know you could walk to the park and they a, pipe in
1: the music for li- wishes right. to your room yeah exactly
0: it was crazy i mean yeah i can understand why that's more expensive yeah that makes sense
1: but you know and, and, i mean but it was that, cool though <laughs> those figures sound a little shocking by the way I, Yeah. and i understand that but it's important to note as shocking as those figures are you continue to receive I mean that's your that's your payment price. Right. The twenty two thousand four hundred dollars, that would be your payment, aside from the dues. Right. That'll be your payment going forward and for the next forty five years
2: you you get those points. Right. Was it forty five years from the initial opening of Bay Lake? Or was it fifty years and we've already it's already been open for five, so there's forty five left over. I my understanding is it's from the moment that you purchase.
3: That's yeah, I think that could year, be wrong. Hey, that, okay, but. the way
2: the way that the the way that um, it works with a lot of places, okay, is uh, there's a certain amount of years that you're guaranteed from the, the from its opening date. Um, for instance, like an in Old Key West, which is one of the oldest. Right. ones. If it, you were to purchase Old Key West, what they'll tell you when you go online and you research it is, okay, if you can get it at a cheap enough price. Uh, that that you you know that it, that it accommodates your financial status. Um, it, it's a good deal. However, you have to take into account that you may be looking at 36 years as opposed to say 42, right, 45, yeah. because this this unit had started. Um, and generally, I think most of them ran 50 years. Some were yeah. 52, and some were yeah. 54. But the clock starts ticking from the day that. The, uh, the that the you know the D V C opens up their doors to to owners. And from that point, like right. from Kevin's point, right. Saratoga. If I were to buy into Saratoga on a resale because they've sold them all, but if somebody that was in Saratoga runs into financial problems right. and I go out and say, Hey look, I'm getting a good deal to buy in and take over this guy's membership because he just can't afford it anymore, um I'm only going to be buying in for the amount of time that's left over from the date he purchased. It. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to get a full 50 from the day I sign on. Right. Okay. So that that's something that people have to take into account when they look at it. Um, if you go with like a Bay Lake Tower, if you go with, well, let's say the Grand Floridian, since it's brand new, you're going to get a longer <laughs> amount of years and you can actually pass that on and will that to your children. Right. Mm-hmm. Um as opposed to say something that's been out there for a long time, and you decide to buy in cheap, you can save the money up front, but your vacation club membership won't last as long. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and and that's that's good to note because yeah, that's getting into
1: the whole idea of reselling, and that's definitely right. something. that... Yeah, we'll have uh, to explore that because yeah.
0: you got that gets in a whole different game. But yeah, like you said, your your overall savings is not going to happen. But we'll we'll talk about that when we get there.
1: Yeah. 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 And again, yeah, you get your forty-five years. Your price is locked in. You don't right. have to worry about the rates going up on the hotels or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so overall, that's that's a long, long period of time. That's right. a lot of vacations right. <laughs> that you can take in, in in that period of time. And right. you will make up your save. You'll you'll definitely make up what you put into it. Right. But the thing is, is can you? Can you make it to that point? Can you get past those initial 10 years? Right.
0: Yeah, that's that that's the that's the risk that you run into, you know. That's that's the variable. It's like is your touring is your, you know, is your love for Disney maybe waning where you don't go as often. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people run into the the, the thing is that you know, maybe my taste might change. Maybe I, I won't go to this. Maybe my kids will get older and I don't want to go as much or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, for my situations, like, you know, I'm, so I'm a, I'm a Disney freak about this whole thing. So ever since I was little, I freaking do a podcast about it, you know? And so, regardless, regardless of my kids, I'd still be going to Disney World, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it just it just happens, you know. I have kids, and they're gonna like it too, because I probably brainwash them or whatever into like and love and Disney. But that's you know, what kids are for <laughs> that's what they're there, man. It's perfect. It's awesome. You know? <laughs> Grab me a drink, you know. All right, let's go to Disney World. Yay, it's awesome. But um, yeah. It's, uh, so irregardless of them or anything else, I would still go to Disney year after year. Um, so I, and that's that's kind of why I, I, I bought into it. Yeah. I actually, yeah. You know, that, that that's how I was seen. It's like you know i know I'm gonna go like to like I'm old and crippled. You know,
1: and, and that was going to be my first question to, to each of y'all. And you kind of answered it. And if you want to expand on it, go ahead. But my question for you, first to you is, you know, why did you do it? Right. And to Aaron, why didn't you do it? Right. So, I mean, I, I think we've gotten your answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Aaron, why didn't you do it? Um, the reason I didn't do it is, uh, well, it's, there's a couple of factors. Um, the, the major factor was... Uh, that by the time, you know, a family, our family of four had enough money for the initial down payment, which when we first looked into it was roughly around $16,000 you had to put up to buy in. Yeah. Um, and then when we finally had gotten to a point where we were financially capable of doing whatever we wanted to do, uh, the the initial buy-in had run up to as high as $24,000. And um, the reason that that is, as you heard earlier, Danny said, you know, you can buy in at like 22, 23. I don't know what you said, but it was somewhere around a 20, 22,000 mark yeah. for 160 points. It was, yeah, it was 22,400 right. minimum. Well uh everybody's situation is different and um the my situation is i have uh you know two children that are hitting the uh older child area and then the adolescent area and uh they don't really want to be bothered with mom or dad we try to get them out the room we would be looking for like a one bedroom type of situation where you have a separate bedroom they have their separate bedroom um, and in order to get that, you needed about 200 points. Yep. So I guess long story short, what ended up happening, in order to buy 200 points through Disney and directly through the vacation club system, I would have to come up with $24,000 right off the bat. And that that's that's without my closing cost. Yeah. So I roughly had to come up with about 25000 thousand bucks to buy in and get my 200 points so we could have a one week vacation every year which is what everybody was used to yeah so with that with with that impossible task (laughs) to chunk (laughs) in front um there was also the fact that um that The annual dues, uh, that kind of concerned me because uh, most people are like Danny's example earlier was you can buy in as low as 160 points. Well, we'd be buying in at 200 so that we could uh, be guaranteed at least one week a year. Uh, if, If we bought in at 200, obviously that's 40 more points than 160. And your annual dues are calculated off of the total amount of points that you purchase so I would have an additional 40 points over the 160 and um, you know you'd be looking at 200 points uh, the the annual um trying to see if I could find it on my wing or paper here, but um I was gonna say this was my understanding there would be no math.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank
2: God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh Danny actually showed me this earlier, so uh, I know this is in your papers. Yeah. But uh they they said it, it's approximately five dollars and about forty cents per mm-hmm. point. Right. So, so you can yeah. go ahead and multiply that out and do all the little math now that's and, a and Figure out you're looking at about a thousand dollars a year. Well, yeah, about about a thousand dollars a year, right? Yeah. Or is a beer speaking. <laughs> um so anyway, uh, Butter Butterbeer, we don't really drink. So now I have how we drink I've just spent twenty five thousand right. uh, dollars to buy in and um, I uh, I also have uh, have to come up with $1,000 a year and in our current incredible country's financial right. situation, <laughs> uh, it might not be the wisest thing to do right now because I'm signing on for, you know, 40, 45, 50 years right. and uh, I'm obligated to this. And one other little thing that everybody needs to know, the annual fee, okay, when you sign up and you sign the contract, the right. annual fee states that Disney has the right to raise that annual fee each year as high as 15%. Right. Okay. Yep. So granted, the facts are that they only raised it, and I'm giving you one example, for Boardwalk. They've only raised Boardwalk since 1996. From 1996 to 2008, so we're not up to present, but um, in that time period, a 12-year time period, it went up 7%. Mm-hmm. So the, the the thought of 15% every year is pretty much like, impossible but you did sign and if it does happen (laughs) you must pay or you will end up on the resale market right now jumping really quickly into the uh no just
0: to the side i was looking at this boards and there's actually a forum that keeps track of all that all the percentage i just noticed that today when i was looking and somebody i guess whoever's on that forum they list each dvc resort every year since it opened and listed all the you know the annual dues per point Mm-hmm. Listen, It's that's actually he has got a huge big spreadsheet on this board it's, it's pretty it's pretty amazing so yeah this boards.com if you want to check that out so you can actually get a even more detailed of what Darren's talking about you can see how the prices have gone up yeah none of them have reached ever that 15 percent point but yeah you signed it you, you give them like hey yeah you're held do to it, it, it yeah you're held to it but right you know.
2: and and so that's a scary thing when, when when you have you know two children and you have the you know just the cost of children right. in general mm-hmm. um but uh, then then what, what ends up happening, if you don't want to buy in directly through DVC, another avenue that we looked into, which is out there for everybody and, and something that if you're interested, you should yep. look into, is resales. And basically what it is, is it's the people that bought in that uh, ended Situations up. Situations yeah, yeah, Jobs change, yep. and, and, and before you know it, they really couldn't afford it and right. they had to get rid of it. Um, you can save a lot of money doing that yep. and you can really get a good deal doing that. However, the facts um, around that is that I think it's over the last three to five years, somewhere in that time frame, uh, Disney Vacation Club has made it to where if you buy a resale, you are no longer able to use that resale to visit anywhere other than the parks right. so you can go to disneyland you can go to disney world but you cannot go to the destinations like new york or san francisco or london and france and stay at the uh, associated disney hotels you don't have that option unless you buy directly through disney and and you can see that that's reflected in the cost because you know if i wanted 200 points at boardwalk uh, or Well, 200 points and who's out there right now, Bay Lake Tower, Animal Kingdom. Yeah. We're looking at $24,000, like I said, without all the closing costs and everything else. Um, but if we went with a resale, and I went for a resale at, say, the Boardwalk, because that's the examples I have here, um, I could get 200 points for... $12,800. And that's just what was online today.
0: Um, just to let the listeners know, he's talking about like the world, what they call the DVC calls a world passport collection, that whole exchange of points through the RCI program. And I don't know if the RCI is still running but somebody else, but just that's what he's talking about using it for those particular kind of uh, things other than just the parks. So that's the benefit that Disney had, had taken away from the resale guys. Right. That that was was recently, I think. Yeah. And
2: and when we were talking about, you know, briefly, like, you know, why it appeals to one person, it may not appeal to somebody else, or why it's a good deal. Um, The point is that. You know, Kevin has has <laughs> has young children and like Kevin said, you know, he's going back to Disney every year, regardless of whether he had kids or not. And for somebody like that, it's really a good deal because you're gonna use it regardless. And you could buy a resale and and you could save tons of money oh, yeah. and enjoy it and be treated as a first class citizen, yeah. as a vacation club member, and get all the benefits. For somebody like me now, my children have gone since they were well the daughter born and the other one since he was four um every year two or three times well one or two times a year and um w- what's happened is they've come to a point where they'd like to go to see different places like washington dc yeah. uh new york san francisco some of the bigger towns and and then you know the options are going to europe so with all that said i originally wanted to Join this because I felt like is a great opportunity to be able to do everything we like. Yeah. Have the Disney options out there, and the years that we don't go to Disney, we can go somewhere where my kids can experience you know, the world and see different things. And we're staying in Disney certified hotels. So we're not staying in, you know, real crap holes <laughs> right. for lack of better term. You're not sharing a bathroom. Uh, yeah, I'm comfortable. Right. Like in New York, you know, like the Waldorf yeah. is is a Disney hotel. So right. you're going to stay in a nice place and, and you're paying for that. But, but you know with confidence you're going in first class. Right. The only way to do that now, as we said earlier, is to spend the $25,000 right. because if you buy a resale, you are, you are not allowed to, as a resale buyer, to, yeah. to participate in that anymore. And since that's the case, that was the second reason, besides the yeah. finances, that I said, you know what, this really, this really isn't for me. Um, if I'm not able to do that... That's really cutting out something that's really important to us right. mm-hmm. and something we could really benefit from. So the two reasons are really finances and, and, and the actual uh, the limitations that Disney itself has placed on um, anybody who buys a, a, a resale or, or a vacation club that, you know, yeah. from a member that they know that 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 isn't able to afford it anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, while we're on it, I guess we let's talk about briefly about the resale process kind of thing. You know, you, get, you go to these websites called DVC by Resale and everything else like that, and you know, like you said, like Aaron said, is these people that you know things situations have changed and they may have to sell off their DVC investment or whatever else. And um, sometimes you're getting like a shorter amount of time for way cheaper prices, you know, than you normally would. Um, the only caveat to that is you got to keep in mind that uh, Disney retains the right of what they call the right of first refusal, R-O-F-whatever. I forget how they say it on the boards, but they got a nifty little acronym for it. Good point. Right, yeah. So like, if somebody's selling like super cheap, you know, like 30 bucks a point, Disney can say, hey, I'll take it. And then you know what they do? They flip it and they sell it for their regular price with all the privileges attached to it, you know? So they have that right to do. But sometimes people, you know, Dizzy says, eh, I'm not going to worry about it. And then you can luck out with, like, some killer, killer points, you know? So that's See, that's how the resale uh, market uh, uh, plays. And, you know, some people like that and they don't mind it. Uh, some people don't like it because, you know, you don't get your points automatically you don't get into the program quickly enough it takes some time when you do resale you know it's not like a like a two three day process like you would if you're buying from Disney but if you're not in a rush you know you can spend like maybe a week or two you know just getting into uh, massaging the whole system and then maybe you might come away with some really decent points yeah now granted. So, and, and what yeah. you're
1: saying is is that you know if you're thinking to yourself okay I'm not going to buy straight through Disney I'll go through right. resale to make sure I get a better deal right you, you, you make it a deal, but you're not going to get <laughs> Disney's going to make sure You're not going to well, get Disney that has, great a deal yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, Disney has a, a right to
0: deal. buy it from under you So mm-hmm. it's like You're basically bidding against Disney And they're know? protecting
1: the value of their investment Exactly what right. they're doing. Yeah,
0: and so, you know If they if they, they may look at some things and say hey, I don't I don't we're not We're not going to deal with that Then you're good to go But, you know, hey They may swipe it from under your feet And say, hey, I'm going to buy this back You know, and then you got to start searching to start to search all over again, right? So it's a time intensive process if you're not in a hurry or if you not, you know You don't want to get immediate results right now that may be the way to go granted again You get that missed little opportunity uh, With that with that world passport collection through RCI, but I'm gonna tell you you know I don't think I'd ever use my points for that Mm -hmm. You know basically because actually I probably would only use my points for DVC stuff, which is where I would go anyway because I keep reading, you know, and I keep hearing from friends that are in DVC that, you know, yeah, that point, the the cost effectiveness of the points to use for those other things. Mm-hmm. It's just terrible. Doesn't go as far. It's, it's, it's yeah. terrible. Everything I've
2: read says it doesn't go as far. Especially
0: so. the cruise line is just the worst one, you yeah. know. And so it's like, you know, I'm okay with that because I'm going to stay at a DVC resort. I go to Disneyland, you know, I'll, I'll go to Grand California and I'll stay there, no problem. You know, I don't think I'd use it for like the Polynesian. I think I could go to like, you know. Um, like a Disney earmark travel agent probably get a better price you know per right. night than I would granted you know rack rates off of Disney's web Disney.com or even using my points you know I'll save my points for another vacation you know so um I lost well, my train of thought. No, <laughs> that's, that's, that's okay.
1: P- piggybacking off of what you yeah. just said, though, I kind of wanted to uh, talk to you about this a little bit. So you're saying that you know, if, if you were to go to say Ireland, or if you were to go to say yeah. take a Disney cruise, mm-hmm. the smart thing to do is if you're a DVC members, don't waste your points on that. Right. Maybe, I mean, you know, you go, you pay out of pocket for that. Yeah. But
0: now, there's some people they do the DVC Disney member cruise, mm-hmm. and but you know that's all fine and dandy. But if you don't really care about all that. I, you know, I I use somebody like you know, Mouse Fan Travel or somebody like that to book okay. your because they can get much better rates, and then the price per if you had to break it down to points, you know, the price that you use point wise versus what you'd pay out of pocket cash wise, the cash is going to win overall. Hmm. You know, right. You're going to get a much better deal through that.
1: Well, my question with regard to that is, is that okay? It's like so. Let's say you go ahead and you take that, because I mean. Part of taking a vacation isn't just the money, it's right. the time. Right. Most families, they only have like one period during an entire yeah. year where they can really kind of get everyone together and go on vacation. So right. if you go ahead and you take your entire family off and you go and you pay out of your own pocket, even though you're in the DVC and you take a trip to Ireland or you take right. the cruise or whatever like that, you don't use your DVC points for that year For that year. That gets us to the whole idea of banking yes. your points. That yes. gets us to the whole idea of borrowing your points. Yes. Um, when you bank your points with Disney, banking your points pretty much means that if you didn't use your points, like Kevin would not, right. say if he went to England or something like that, um, if you didn't use your points, you have to remember to bank them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you lose them. And right. you can only bank them for a period of one year. One I year,
0: yeah, one use year. And that gets into the whole thing. Is like, yeah, is DVC right for me? Well, if you're willing to keep up and it's not a major administrative thing, if you're willing to keep up with all that, you know, and usually the uh, on the website they'll give you, hey, you got to bank by this date. You know, that's one of the things that you see on their homepage. Then I mean, you know, if you're good with that, you know, I don't like looking at the DVC website. I don't mind checking that out. They have neat music. It's fun. It makes me happy during a work day. <laughs> but um, you know, if you if you're good at keeping up with that, then uh, yeah, you're fine. And you know, what does that afford you? You know the next year you got pretty much double your use your points, you mm-hmm. know, like for me Like say I have a hundred this year and I bank it for next year I got 200 which means that I could actually use it for say a, maybe a longer stay Or maybe even a more expensive accommodation, you know, and at the same time I'm not even worried about the Friday and Saturday. We'll talk about the point structure mm. in, a, in a little bit, but you know that, that could afford me something like that Or if I wanted to get one of the bigger rooms, you know, if I wanted to bring some friends down like this past June, I went and did the Grand Villa. Mm-hmm. And what I had to do is I banked the previous year's points and I borrowed from the, the next year's points. And I was able to get me a Grand Villa at Bay Lake. And, you know, we, it was it was a good time for all and stuff. It was pretty it was pretty cool. You and know?
1: then you just went recently. And then so I just went recently, yeah. You'll be going back to Disney again in 2015?
0: No. <laughs> I, cause I, actually, I, cause I, actually, I borrowed points. And I still have points. What? I'm in technically a new year 2012 because I bought in this... I got a use year of December. So technically, I still have like 100 and something points left over in 2013, which I borrowed. That's great. So once I get into December, if I wanted to take another trip or if I wanted to take one beforehand, I don't see that happening. You know, just because I don't have the time. Um, you know, I could I could either borrow the points, all the points I have, which will take me about a stay, maybe Monday through Thursday, depending on how I play it. Mm-hmm. now here's the thing i just do a brief touch upon how they do the point system recently maybe within the past two three years Disney has restructured the point system to where it's just like the resort prices Friday and Saturday are more expensive than Monday through Thursday
1: okay season's the same thing season's peak the same season, thing yeah, peak season, season. Yeah.
0: you know and that's fine it all depends on how you want to p- play the game you know for me what I play the game is like well, this last trip is an exception. I decided to pay for a Friday, which made it a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. But usually I'll, do a, I'll book a Monday through Thursday DVC and then maybe pay cash at something else. I'll use a, I'll use a, a travel agent to pay cash on a Friday, Saturday. You know, so that may be, a, they may afford me a couple of things. I could stay at a different resort and then, you know, end my vacation with a DVC resort you know, which might be cool, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd still save money versus the points that i pay on a Friday and Saturday, you know? So, like, if I wanted to stay at Art Animation and check that out, you know, I'll go, maybe I'll, I'll take my trip on, like, a Friday, Saturday, go get down there for two nights, then check into my DVC hotel through Thursday, and then I'm not paying, you know, the the rising cost point was on a Friday, Saturday. That's how I play the game, yeah. you know, except for this past trip, I, you know, just, it was just, we fitted in during a week of Mardi Gras. So we were limited in time. So I just said, it work trip?
2: out for you? Like if you do, um, Let's say you're going for seven days, so you're going weekly. Right. Uh, I'm looking at the point chart right now and, yeah. and just some of the things, and it, it breaks down that yeah, like you said, it's lower points from Sunday through Thursday, and yeah, then Friday it, yeah. and Saturday you jump up. Like, give you an example. Right. Uh, for boardwalk during the uh, the slowest season. Right. Okay. The slowest times of the year when it's the lowest. Yeah, Sunday through Thursday, it's 20 points. Yep. Uh, but Friday and Saturday, it jumps up seven points. So yeah. it goes to 27 right, points right. for Friday and Saturday. However, if you tell them, I guess, ahead of time, you're yeah. going for an entire week, yeah. you have a set amount of points. It doesn't it doesn't change. Or maybe they yeah. factor it in. Actually, but you know what it right is? Right now, it says 154 yeah. points for the week.
0: If you add up all the points that you'd spend during that week, it's, it's the exact same, same amount. Yeah, it's, it? they, they just give you the handy. I mean, it looks like, oh, I'm, I may be saving if I pay weekly. No. But you're not. If you add it, <laughs> yeah. If you add up the points, and I did this, because I'm right. like, wait, you know, this can't, no. So I added up the points, it's like, it's the exact same number. Mm-hmm. You know, the points right. are paper night. Like, uh, what was I going to say? This past June, when we went on the trip. This is how I structured it. We wanted to go to Universal. So we stayed at the Universal Hotel for like Friday, Saturday. You know, we arrived there on Friday, stayed there Friday, Saturday night. Didn't check into Bay Lake until Sunday. Stayed at Bay Lake Sunday through about Friday morning. You know, and that was fine. I didn't, I didn't kill all my points in one sitting um, and I didn't have to deal with the Friday Saturday points the, the upcharge and that so uh-huh. that's how I mean that's how I play the game that's especially a, during the su- summer
1: so you, you really got to get crafty with this
0: yeah and you can I mean you can say like here's the main thing about the whole point system is that Disney has a finite amount of points to use per year for each resort which will never increase it'll never go down so I mean, they can restructure the points year after year so like peak season they want to make it more yeah, they'll bump. Maybe they'll bump up those points values more per night. But at the same time, somewhere, if you're able to travel during an off season, something's gonna be gonna really, really treat uh, cheap. Yeah, because yeah, it's gotta, gotta maintain it. a balance. Right, right. You know, if they got thousand points to use in, that, that you can only use for that resort free mm-hmm. per year. You know, if you if you're able, and this is if you're able to travel during the off season, and I wish I still had the ability to do that. You know, I can't wait till I can do it again. Mm -hmm. Man, somewhere like a September after Labor Day, it's going to be much cheaper than like a June or something else. And then you still have points for another trip if you wanted to do it. But anyway, yeah.
1: Yeah, I wanted to ask you real quick. um, You kind of said before that prior to this, the the, the Disney Vacation Club didn't recognize that you paid more points. Yeah, when I first
0: bought in... You talking about like Friday and Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I first bought in, it was all equal across the board. You so know? now
1: I mean how I mean, how is it that Disney can go ahead and come back after you've signed an agreement, pretty much saying that um Well that was probably but, in yeah, there. Yeah, it's in the contract. Yeah, it's like the fifteen yeah.
2: percent increase possibilities yeah, they can, on, on your annual fees, Right. You know?
1: And and I, and I, I you know, I kinda <laughs> foresaw that as being what they would say, but my question is kinda is a little bit bigger in the sense of saying if Disney can go ahead and change that, and you've gone ahead and you bought into the Vacation Club with right. the idea that no matter what, I mean Friday, Saturday, whatever, it's all the same day. They go change it. You know, it makes things more inconvenient, inconvenient to you. You're, you're spending right. more points. Do you, as a Vacation Club member with a real estate interest, right, in what you're you're doing? Do you have any voting rights? Do you get any kind of um, technically say so?
0: Yeah, well, technically there is. I mean, there's a there's a I think there's a yearly condominium meeting that you can attend and vote if you want to if you don't, you're not able to uh, do that you vote by proxy or Disney votes on your behalf kind of thing so you can have a certain say so in what you want to do um, now when they did that yeah it was probably in the contract that they could restructure the point system however they want to do it but still they have a finite amount of points okay. you know? So yeah, um, where they might have made Friday Saturday more expensive somewhere they had to pull the points to make that so you know, so mm-hmm. somewhere there's a month Sunday through Thursday that's like dirt cheap, you know. <laughs> and usually it's it's when they do free dining, you know. it's when mm-hmm. they offer the free dining program, right. you're gonna have value season. Yeah, value season. And if you can, if you're able to travel during those seasons, man, you could squeeze out a couple of trips. Yeah, easy. You know, I don't in you know I don't have the luxury of that because you know I, we're both school teachers. I got the summer. I got a week of Thanksgiving. Week of Mardi Gras christmas i'm not even touch. i'm not i'm not gonna travel there unless it's like two weeks prior to christmas that's just (laughs) insane (laughs) my wife went there between christmas and new year one year man and she just said it was just insanely crazy with the amount of people that they got there. so
1: so to me and my sister that that was i'm not
0: i'm i'm never i've never been down there at the time Mm -hmm. you know i can see the christmas stuff at thanksgiving that's about it i'm not i'm not (laughs) even touching christmas you know (laughs) the listeners can give us reports i'm not i'm not no
3: yeah
1: (laughs) Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you, and I wanted you to touch on Aaron's original point uh about the uh the 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 dues that you pay yeah
0: now um yeah that that, that kind of sucks
1: okay Yeah, you know, I, I don't really i don't mean to uh approach your finances and if 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 you you tell me I can't ask this you know this no you can ask i don't Saturday. know if
0: I, I remember what my dues are um, well
1: I was gonna ask you. <laughs> ballpark figure, how much are you paying per dues? Because my understanding is is that now what we're quoting here is that the, the five dollar forty four cent rate that we're talking about that you pay per point yeah. for monthly dues. Now that's for the animal kingdom that right. I got yeah. I got straight from the Disney website. My understanding is is that the Animal Kingdom, I mean, it's basically upkeep of the hotel. Right. Well, you got the Animal Kingdom Villas, you're feeding animals, you're housing animals, you're, you're putting animals out in the field for display. Right. The upkeep of the Animal Kingdom Villas is going to be more than, say, you know, Key West. And
0: right. I, I'm going to yeah. jump
2: in real quick, just because this is a, a good point, and then Kevin can take it from here. But since Kevin's home uh, home villas are, are the Saratoga, uh, that, that's a large... That's, That's a huge. Large, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a huge area as opposed to like the Wilderness Lodge villas where there are very right. few. Um, everything that I did reading, and tell me if I'm right or wrong, yeah. but everything I did reading, the, the, the upcharge and the maintenance fees are really subject to how many units do we have and how many owners do we have to carry the weight of the maintenance? Right. So if you had, right. say, 100 owners versus 1,000 owners, right. well, when you split up the cost of maintenance over 1,000 yep. people versus 100, it's generally a, a huge difference, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's common sense. But um, so, you know, if you buy into something that is a little bit of a smaller uh, area, like, say, like maybe beach yeah. club, beach club yeah. or, mm-hmm. or boardwalk or or uh, Wilderness Lodge, the chances of your annual, you know, charges, your annual fees, and the points going up from year to year are probably a lot higher uh, of them escalating quicker than, say, Saratoga or or one of the the larger areas like an Animal Kingdom where you just have tons and tons of units. Right.
0: Yeah, no, that's absolutely correct. You know, it almost kind of works like a co-op. The more people you got put into it, you know the, the the cheaper it gets you know mm-hmm. the less people you got the more expensive it gets to run the, the whole little business and that's how yeah i lucked out with saratoga I, I went into this i bought into this on the cruise ship on our honeymoon we took a, a little four day cruise kind of thing and we saw the dvc thing i was like hey man this is pretty neat i didn't know anything about mm-hmm. it i just saw it as like i originally thought of it as like you know yeah, I'm paying for my vacation. I know I'm going to go. I'm paying for my vacations, or I figure out a way to kind of monthly And this is pay. before you even had kids. And this is before I had, had kids. kids, yeah. So it's like, I, you know, I, I, I've never been able to stay at like a super deluxe resort because I've never been had the chunk of change to throw down to stay a week at like, say, Contemporary. And I've always wanted to stay in the A-frame part of the hotel, mm-hmm. you know, or Polynesian or Grand Floridian or something like that. And I figured it out, and I, I went to it, and I because before I took the cruise ship, I, I had the ideas like, man, I wish there was a way I could just pay monthly, and stay at a nice, really resort, you know, because those things back, I guess back in what was it, two thousand seven, it was like maybe three, four hundred dollars per night, or so, mm-hmm. maybe even more, yeah, or something dependency, yeah, yeah, to stay at it. it so I was like, Jesus, man, I can't. I add it all up. It's like, man, I can't throw this down all at once, man. It's killing me. <laughs> so I was I, originally when I bought it, I was thinking, oh well, if I, you know, if I'm able to pay, uh, maybe like three or four hundred a month, you know, which I can do you know, I, and, and somebody kind of holds me to it because I, I, I won't be able to do it on my own kind of deal because I'm just not that completely self-disciplined about it. You know, I'll be able to stay at one of these really, really super nice deluxe resorts because, you know, my family never really went stayed there. We always went for the cheap or off-site or anything mm-hmm. else. You know, every time we parked at the TTT, TTC and take the monorail over to Magic Kingdom and I passed through contemporaries, like, man, I want to stay here one day, you know? So that's what I was originally thinking of you know when I pay that and so you know I foolishly I didn't know and you know I borrowed you know I, I paid for DVC by borrowing through the Disney thing you know the whole loan system kind of deal because that's what I was thinking and it's like in hindsight I'm like I wish I would have thought about it more and waited a little bit and just you know and that's the thing you know money up front you know and save up money to get that big chunk of change and not have to worry about the loan kind of business not that it's completely bad in my point but And it's not the best way to approach buying DVC. If you can get that front charge and throw that money down, then you're pretty much good to go. You ain't got to deal with the interest rates or anything with a loan or anything else. You, know, you just got to deal with the annual dues. Mm-hmm.
3: That's
1: what I was going to ask uh, Aaron next was the was, uh, financing. I mean, you know, if you have to finance this, I mean...
0: It's tough. Is it worth it? Well,
1: Kevin would have to tell you what his
2: interest rate was way back when, when he bought in. And, of course, those things are obviously subject to change, but anybody that has a car note or a a house note knows that 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 can make an impact. And, um, you know, I mean, the one thing that I discovered, and unfortunately uh, things have just never worked out for us. I mean, believe me, I'd be a Vacation Club member Um, by now if 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 everything worked out to where it it, it paid off for us Um, but unfortunately i didn't fit the criteria and i guess what i would say is right now the criteria of 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 a, a perfect scenario for a disney vacation club member is number one do you have the down payment right i mean if you can cover it in a bulk payment then you yep. yeah you might save 60 oh, 70%, yeah. okay? There's no doubt. I mean, with their advertising you you might save. If you're yep. not paying, you know, interest and in, you know, uh, and all that kind of right. stuff on top of it and all you're paying is you pay that big lump sum you did your closing and boom you got a thousand dollars a month that you break yep. up under 12 months yep. hell man that's like a, a gym membership so you're mm-hmm. doing a great thing right. uh the that's other the thing go, that yeah, yeah the yeah. other thing that's key and and this is where kevin really struck struck it rich and struck at the right time i mean Mm -hmm. he said you know hey look all of us were once you know just getting married and didn't have a pot to piss in or so to say but the bottom line is uh the big perk about when he did buy in was that he bought in at the beginning of not only the the, you know, the resort itself, you know, starting up and yep. having so many years. But he actually got involved at a young age so that he was able to use it for not only um, he and his wife, but 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 the kids right. that were going to come in the future. And for something like that, you're going to utilize it for a long period of yeah. time. And, and you got to realize that in my situation, I didn't fit that this criteria because number one i didn't have the down payment like we said and number two right. i'd be buying in when my kids were almost to the point that they were in their teenage years and you know maybe they're getting too uh well you know i, I i'm gonna get uh, ribbed too much by my friends because i like mm-hmm. disney so it's not cool enough for me so um w- once that happened there were two things that kind of knocked it out of the park um the the last thing i guess that that falls into that yep. uh striking when the iron's hot or when it's a perfect time to buy in and also having the down payment that you got to look at is the annual fee, which we we touched on. There's two factors with that. I mean, the number one factor is, are you buying into a resort that has a large number of units uh, and a large contingency of members that are contributing to the maintenance so that it keeps your maintenance fee uh, per point at a low rate and, and, and it should tend to keep it that way going forward? Or are you buying into a smaller one where You know what? Hey, guess what? They can jack it up fifteen percent every year if they wanted to, and you signed the papers saying so. Guess what? They might jack it up five percent, and before you know it, in ten years, you're starting to go, man, I can't really afford this. You know, that's that that's a big deal. Um, so that was another reason that I said, you know, look, even if I bought in. Yep. with uh, the cost of school and college and everything else and uh, all the little fringe things your kids get involved in doing. I said, you know, this may end up being something that I end up having to get rid of and then next thing you know, yeah. I'm on the resale block, right. you know. Well, uh, following what? up on that, I, I was going to ask you this.
1: Um,
0: Actually, wait, let me piggyback on something. You go know, the, listeners just, like, the thing to think about with DVC is that it's a, you got to invest time into it to make it worthwhile. It's not going to pay off in the next month or the next year I mean, no, it's you gonna, gotta, it's like a ten year break right anymore. you got you got when you if you all decide to buy into this guys, you all have to understand that it's not going to turn around for you overnight or anything else, so you got to take that into calculation everything we've been saying guys um you know take that into consideration you know that yeah the the number of people per resort you know will affect your annual dues kind of thing you know that that's a valid fact mm-hmm. you know that that's like homeowners dues pretty much if you're paying homeowners dues and you understand the concept you know um if you, if your neighborhood's not that big you might pay a little bit more to keep you know the property values up or your neighborhood up versus like a huge neighborhood that you might be in that you know everybody can pay a little bit you know it's the same kind of deal so i mean if you think about that if you live i'll never live in a neighborhood with homeowners dues just i mean <laughs> other than dvc because i just you know i i want to be free i want to <laughs> play play my drums and nobody complain one's going to tie thing, kevin you know? down no, nothing's gonna put me in a corner. So, nobody <laughs> anyway, puts yeah. a baby in a corner. That's right, man. Yeah. So, yeah, listeners, keep that in mind, man. Potential guys, it's a time invested thing if you're gonna do it.
1: Let me. Uh, I wanted to go back to Aaron real quick uh, and ask him a question because it
0: sounds like from from what
1: I'm hearing that you and I, you and I, uh, what you call it, we uh, we started going taking these Disney trips as a family back in 2005. I said, yeah. Minimum two thousand five. I mean, well,
2: actually, yeah, no, you're right. Uh,
1: I was gonna say, I believe
2: two thousand four was the first year that we all went together. Two
1: thousand four was the first year we all went together, but prior to that, y'all had gone in two thousand three. Right. Right. So I mean, I mean, we're going on you know ten years of Disney. Ten trip. years
2: of, of of a full week. Every, yeah. Every time we go, and, and that's not minimum. even counting Disneyland or anything like that.
3: Right. So,
1: My impression is, is listening to you talk about it now, it's like you know we would have hit that ten year break even point by now is that, A, it kind of sounds like you kind of wish you would have done it back in that point sure. in time.
2: Oh, definitely.
1: And B, here's my, but really kind of where I want to know going forward, because I get the, yeah, I definitely get the impression that we all would have been a lot smarter if we would have done it back then. So that's something to kind of think forward, because back when you, we're looking at it now, and we're like $20,000, that's way too much money, but- Back in two thousand four, we're like ten thousand dollars. It's just way too much money. Yeah, no, it was actually,
2: it was actually uh, the first time I looked into it was when we stayed at the Wilderness Lodge, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe that might have been two thousand five. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I think two thousand four was the. I know two thousand six because that was
1: when I got engaged.
2: Okay, okay, so it was two thousand six, and in two thousand six was the first time I sat down and looked at it. And when I did, that was actually around the same time not necessarily the same year, but around the same time that Kevin got in because the only thing that was open at the time was the Saratoga Springs. Right. And it was roughly around $16,000 to buy in, mm-hmm. as opposed to twenty four plus right now. So That's what I bought in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so at $16,000, I mean, when I look at that now, I, I'm like, man, you know, this is a hell of a deal. And I had, what, at least another... Almost eight years that I could have utilized that, yeah. even if my kids tomorrow say they don't want to go to Disney. Um, so I could have really got my money's worth out of it, and then rolled points and used points to go to those different destinations. Even though, like Kevin said, they pretty much overcharge you on points right. to hit the New Yorks and the and, and the uh, international places and stuff like that. But the uh, you know, looking back on it and, and playing the old hindsight game, like we always do. That would have been a time to buy in. And that's where you fit the perfect scenario. And that's why when we're talking about, you know, who fits a perfect scenario is it's it's generally somebody who can put up the majority of the money up front, if not all of it. Um, He's he or she is starting out at a point where they know they're going to utilize it for at least, you know, five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. okay right off the bat um so you know the kids are young or they're not even born and it's something you're prepping for the future and and then the other thing is you know they buy into a place that not necessarily uh buy into a resort that they think they like the best Mm -hmm. but they buy into a resort based on the fact that it has a lot of a lot of units And a lot of uh, ability to split up the cost of the maintenance fee so it stays cheap. Because I guess one thing we didn't really talk about in a lot of detail is, you know, Kevin belongs to Saratoga Springs. But like he said, he stayed at Bay Lake Tower. Once you get these points, 200 points here, 200 points there they each each location each resort varies in how many points mm-hmm. it costs for a week mm-hmm. but not by a whole hell of a lot yeah. and if you go right. at the right time and it's open even though it's not your home resort right. you have the ability to stay there so even yeah. though you buy into Saratoga Springs, you're not staying at Saratoga Springs every year right and you do and you have the ability to go and stay at the uh, contemporary like you said you know so you can walk to into the a frame and take the right. monorail and all these different Things. so there's a lot of things that play into it but yeah th- those would be the key things you know having a down payment uh starting out at a young age uh not necessarily your age but a uh, family age <laughs> right. let's put it that way a yeah. young family right. um where you know you're going to use it a lot or you're just a fanatic and you know you're going every year and, and and then you know ha- having the ability to say uh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna join you know, animal kingdom because it has, you know, 16 million units. (laughs) Right. Um, those things are key. And yeah, going back to your original thought, um, in hindsight, when I look at it, I would have saved a lot of money if I'd have done it early on. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wish I would have, because we would have been able to utilize it a lot. We stayed in our first DVC, uh, Mm -hmm. room this past year, one bedroom, and it was it was by far it. the the best room. Yeah, it's yeah. like so first class. Like a a a, a scum bucket like me <laughs> doesn't deserve to stay in something <laughs> so nice. And so I got to experience that, and it would have been so worth it. But so wait, unfortunately, uh, last
0: trip, I can't buy in right now. On this last trip, what y'all both y'all, what, what did y'all have? I, I know you said one bedroom, one, one bedroom. Bed you both had one bedroom. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah both of yeah, us had yeah. one bedroom. Okay, yeah. cool,
3: cool. I
1: wanted to ask you. Um, you know, going going off of that, I mean, but do you really think that you're, I mean, you're, I, I was, you know, I've been there for just about every single Disney trip uh, with the exception of maybe one or two um and that was just because i and i went at different times but i mean we've always gone your kids have been brought up y'all they've been indoctrinated disney
2: yeah from from by their uncle danny (laughs) (laughs) don't put that evil on me (laughs) No, by everybody i mean who's more of a psycho than my wife that has to be at every character's picture there you go
0: (laughs) who's doing the podcast (laughs) (laughs) hey now
1: there you go hey i'm in there too man you know but um my question here is is that uh you know, I gotta imagine that when and, and I have a daughter, so I'm sensitive to this, Kevin has two. You don't want to think about it, but I mean, at some point in time your your kids are indoctrinated Disney, you know their their kids are gonna be indoctrinated Disney uh, because that's just how they were brought up. They're gonna to take their kids to the park. you don't you're not thinking to yourself, hey, you know what it's a forty five year contract, you know I'm gonna be look you know maybe. I'm going to be taking the next 10, 15 years off, 20 years maybe, hopefully, if if it's a daughter. Um, But, you know, there comes a time where I'm going to, you know, we're going to be going back. And when we go on back, I mean, it's going to be me, my wife. My kid, her kids, you know, Kelly or, or Emmy, whatever, whoever's coming along for the ride, we're all going to be wanting to be in the same room together and doing a whole family thing. That's
0: when they can get their own freaking points. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's, they can buy their own plan. That's you know? when your kids don't want to stay that in the is, room right. with mom and dad. This is mom and dad's points. <laughs> so, man, so do no, you buy didn't.
1: in now for them? So that way, coming up in that time, you help take the, the onus off of them and you make sure you're included in all these Disney vacations or do you you still say, you know what? I've missed my window.
2: Yeah, no. Uh, no, I think you'd have to be inhuman to not really think about that. Right. Uh, I think that, that that's something that crosses your mind. However... Uh, when you weigh the fact that the you know at least to me and my family the most important things uh, responsibilities I have to my kids is to number one raise them and and then educate them and I have college funds and different things like that that's where that money needs to go and, and, right. and it it doesn't need to go to vacations I'm able fortunately at this point. A knock on wood to uh, afford to pay for a vacation every year and yep. take them places. Yep. So with with that ability, I I don't feel like I'm kind of handcuffed to have to do this to save money. Right. Um, and, and and also, uh, you know, as we said, things change, and we were talking about things changing for the negative, the way we're all broke. However, things do change for the positive too. So you know, if money came along and and something happened, you know, job wise, whatever to where we we had a little windfall. Um yeah, no, that might be something that we would do and we'd say, you know what? Look, you know, $25,000 is 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 a lot of money uh in in 2000, you know, 13, but yep. uh you know, by 2020, $25,000 right. is what $5,000 was, right, you exactly. know, 15 years ago. So w- we may end up buying it and we still have that option and we can still That's a big perk and and we didn't really go into that a lot, right. but Kevin kind of touched on it. You know, if you pass away, this is something that you, you pass on to your children. Right. You, you will will it to them, and they still get to utilize a time. So, you know, that option's out there. It's something I'd like to yeah. do. Um, unfortunately, I guess this is a long answer, but the, the, the deal is that uh, I have the obligation to getting them, you know, educated, take care of them, right. uh, oh, to get them to a in, a independence, and hopefully – I guess I'm hoping that once they get independent and educated they're the ones making all the money and they can buy Daddy's TVC right. yeah. Club yeah exactly <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so, oh, I, I hope they work at Disney so they can get me even discounted tickets and everything else exactly dude. I want the employee discount um, I want before I forget I want to talk about the um, the booking windows like uh, well, Aaron touched upon the fact that I'm able to stay at the different resorts because I've read online and it's a couple of the boards you know like people talk about the seven month 11 month booking window kind of thing but hey look I mean I've been able to stay at pretty much almost every DVC resort except for two I haven't stayed at the boardwalk yet and I haven't stayed at Wilderness Lodge yet those are the only two that have yet to stay you know um, but, you know, regardless of seven month, you know, people say, yeah, 11 month at your home resort, you're able to get in quickly. Okay, great. Yeah, I can do that. Seven month, you know, you're not as lucky. I tell you what, when, when I book these vacations, I've been pretty fortunate. I'll just call up and say, hey, look, I want to travel at these times. What's open? And then when I booked that vacation in June, you know, I was a little bit more flexible in when I could travel in June, you know, because I'm pretty much off the, almost the entire month. You know and this and and the little dvc person said bay lake tower i was like "Wait, wait, wait really yeah okay so yeah let's do bay lake tower let's travel at that time done you know so um there's a lot of people on the boards and stuff that say you know it's hard to book you know at other dvc resorts it's like no i think the only one that may be hard is grand california and disneyland why there's only one DVC resort in that area for yeah. the entire West coast, right. You know, so people from like Washington, Oregon, you know Arizona that are DVC, they're all vying for Grand Californian. There's only one. If they had two, they maybe had a better shot, you know, but if you book early enough, you know, seven months later you might have a shot. you know I, in fact, you know we're talking about going to Disneyland, you know, and I'm, i I'm might play that game and see if there's anything available during an off season and see what happens. But you know, uh, other than that i've uh, you know i plan to stay at wilderness lodge i plan to stay at boardwalk just you know so i can experience those too eventually and i'm pretty confident i'd be able to get it mm-hmm. especially and and y'all uh, i've booked these vacations maybe 3 4 months out if i'd actually followed the 7 month rule you know and thought about hey i could travel in 7 months i might have a better shot at booking pretty much anywhere i want you mm-hmm. know so to, for the board people that say yeah it's tough to do this tough to do that you know, if there's a little flexibility, or even if there's not, you ha- if you do it right when you're supposed to, chances are you might have a little bit more options than if you did it, like, say, a month out, you know? Right. But then, granted, every situation is different, like, and that's what we keep stressing to you guys. Every situation is different. Sometimes you can't book, like, seven months out. You don't know what's going to happen seven months. Sometimes you only get a month window. I think I was checking out, you know, some lady was complaining on the boards that, you know, she could never get where she wanted to stay. I mean, she could only book, like, a month out. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just the nature of her job or anything else. She doesn't know when she's going to be free until a month out. So you're kind of limited in that respect. Granted, even if you pay cash for the resorts, you're the exact same way. <laughs> you know, you may not get Pop Century or Art of Animation or you know, anything like that. You might have to go to like a moderate or like a deluxe, you know, just to travel when you want to travel. But if your dates are somewhat flexible and, you know, you, you follow the seven month, you know, you, there's a good chance you'll stay at pretty much any DVC resort you want so i wanted to make sure that we got that info out there yeah Um, because that's been my experience i know i see a lot of the board people saying this that the others like blah it's like no (laughs) you know that's that's not every situation
1: well well, you know following up on that i wanted to ask you um you know and this is one of my issues uh that i have with 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 um buying into the the disney vacation club just just a minor one but it's still every bit of an issue for me because i mean you know are, you know, we, we primarily go to Walt Disney World. That's just right. that's where we're going to go. Yeah. And uh, because they're opening up the, the villas over at the Grand uh, Floridian, and that's our favorite hotel, I mean, definitely would like to go ahead and buy over at the Grand Floridian. Right. However, you look into it, I mean, the only benefit that I can find of buying your home resort, I mean, making sure that your home resort is at a, the, the hotel you love best, yeah. is that you can book... 11 months in advance as
0: opposed to seven months in right. advance. So
2: it's which easier
0: was... in, it's yeah. just easier to get in. It's just easier to get in. That's it. But that's it. <laughs> I think I, that's that, the only perk the you only, get. That's the only perk I think, you know. And um, as far as Grand California goes, I don't know if that's going to be as popular as, say, Bay Lake. There's oh, yeah. There's no path from Grand Flor- uh, Floridian to Magic Kingdom, which I don't know why, you know. <laughs> I don't know why they couldn't build a little path like they do at Bay Lake. So, either, irregardless if it's 11th or 7th month, you know, yeah, it's a nice resort, but, you know, Bay Lake has more accessibility to the park. I mean, you can walk. Mm-hmm. Grand Floridian, you can't. You either got to take the boat or take the express monorail, which, I mean, the resort monorail, which takes you counterclockwise. Mm-hmm. But as far as I know, as far as your home resort, yeah, that's pretty much the advantage is just eleven month, that. which is where the Disneyland people have an advantage on us. So if you're a DVC out of Grand California, mm-hmm. you can book that almost a year out yeah. and, over me. You know, that has in Saratoga, which is fine. But I bet you uh, somewhere in there I can find some rooms that are available for me. Yeah. You know, depending.
1: Well, that, I mean, that's just a major gripe. And, and I, that and the fact that they don't, <laughs> they don't have these villas over at the Disneyland Hotel, which I loved. When yeah. we said Disneyland Hotel, that to me, villas, no villas, you know, all the different. We, we stayed at a lot of different hotels. Yeah. And Disneyland Hotel... As far as the theming goes, ranks right up there. Right, I I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, the uh, rooms over there. So I'd like to see them do something yeah. over the Disneyland Hotel. They might one have point.
0: the room. I don't know. It's, it's getting tough out there. Yeah. But at the I same know. time, talking about like the whole the home resort advantage, that's where you can play the game. Was like, where am I going to buy into? Like some place that has a lot of units for some place for less units. That's a good. Point. You know, because I'm case in point. I bought in the Saratoga. Didn't know anything about it until now. But yeah, I can use my points pretty much anywhere I want to use it, you know. If I, you know, especially if I stick to seven months, usually I book like three to four months out, you know, I can use my points at any of the other DVC resorts with ease, you know. You, so, it, it, in that respect, you pick your home resort based on, you know, where you think might be most feasible to the buy in, the cheapest, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think going back to what we we're talking about, we were talking about, uh, you know buying um buying in through dvc or buying a resale um what what kevin was saying was uh if you really want to get a good deal and you have no uh major plans to travel anywhere but disney parks whether it's disneyland or whether it's disney world I would say that um, if you're looking into that, uh, my advice would be number one, uh, look into resales because you're talking about yeah. an over fifty percent reduction uh, per point in cost, mm-hmm. and uh, and you can get a lot of points. You can get anywhere you know above you know two hundred points or more for a reasonable price. Yep. Um, you know, comparing. 200 points for twelve thousand dollars as a resale or 200 points at 24 i mean that's a huge difference um and if you're going to go to disney parks and you don't need all the new york and all these other excursion type of things Mm -hmm. that's a great deal and then on top of that when you buy in don't say hey i like bay lake i'm gonna buy into bay lake necessarily you may want to say hey look I like Animal Kingdom from the standpoint that there's about 4000 units mm-hmm. and a million people and my annual dues have a you know a hell of a lot less chance of going up higher year by year because it's spread uh, between so many different owners, mm-hmm. or a Saratoga, because there's so many there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, really, where you buy in is really not that important when you get down to it, especially with Kevin saying that for the most part, he's never had a lot of trouble with, as right. long as it's flexible, getting in at seven months. To an outside resort as opposed to the eleven months you have for your home resort. Right. So I, I mean, if that if if I had the opportunity to do it, if my kids were dead set, I'm gonna I wanna to go to Disney every year and that was what we were gonna do, that's how I would handle it. I would go through and get a resale because you know, sixty three dollars a point uh, as opposed to buying it brand new yep. through D V C at a hundred and forty dollars a point, right. that's a huge difference. Big difference.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people say there's a short end date. But here's the overall picture I want to make, point I want to make. And I've, re- I've read this on the boards too about people, pro and con, is the fact that it ends. You buy into this and it ends. Well, you know, some people, for some people it's a good thing because at least it ends. You're, there's an out. Uh, you buy these other timeshares, you're in for good. You air it to your wells and you're in, you know. And the, here's the thing. Try to sell that. A regular timeshare versus say hey this is a disney timeshare yeah more people are looking to buy a disney thing which is why the resale market's so big versus like a regular timeshare you know like (laughs) maybe like a marriott timeshare or something else so at least there's that advantage there's i mean there's an out regardless whether you sell it or whether it just ends you're not tied or your family's not tied for for the rest of your life you know kind of thing
1: you know speaking of the perks of buying a disney vacation club membership why don't you tell us a little bit more (coughs) about what isn't on paper. Tell us what are the perks beyond the hotel accommodation, the points system, everything. What else does Disney do for you as a as a Vacation Club
0: member? I mean, a lot. I I, I don't know anything that that's not on paper because di- you know, well business, yeah obviously on paper right. I'm talking about like when you were evaluating the points i'm talking about
1: discounts i'm talking about yeah
0: that's on paper too they, they have well, that spelled out and everything else with the perks and the discounts and but stuff, the, those, those things are subject to change yeah they're subject to change so yeah so, it's like a lot of the discounts with dvc are almost the same as kind of it's kind of like the annual pass holder discounts i mean a lot of people can read the discounts that you get from dvc and and whatnot you know like
2: one of the but, things I wanted to ask you, though, and, and, and this is—correct me if I'm wrong—a yeah. new benefit. Um, years ago, when you bought in, were you able to get the dining plan? Were you able to go in and get the dining plan from the get-go, or was that something that down the road they set up a program so that DVC members could could get the dining plan if they wanted
0: to? That I'm not too sure. I want to say that was because that. I wasn't too familiar with the dining plan then when I bought in. Mm -hmm. So I don't know exactly what if it was – was it in existence? I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it definitely was. was. It it was in existence Um, from the time we started going, which was – Okay. And this is kind of what I wanted you to
1: get into because, you know (laughs) – DVC members get the Tables in Wonderland card, which
0: is probably... Everything. Well, no. There's... Annual pass holders get that. DVC doesn't. Oh, DVC? I'm sorry, yeah, my bad. Yeah, I get a discount I on an had... annual pass. Okay. Like, I get, like, over $100 off of an annual, a regular annual pass. Okay, well, there you go. You know, which for some trips, you know, I'll buy because it's just more cost-effective than buying a, a Magic Yearway Pass kind of thing, you know? It's mm-hmm. just, it just, you know, if I'm traveling twice out of the year, it's cheaper for me to buy an annual pass than to buy two sets sure. of Magic... You know, you yeah. know, crunch the numbers and you're going to see how that works out. Um, so luckily, I get hundred dollars off of that. Now the resale price—I mean the the reup price—it's you know, all subject to how you're going to travel. You know, if it doesn't make sense financially, then don't buy it. You know, you can buy it again. But that's what I get. And through annual pass, I get the tables of Wonderland thing. Um, if I remember correctly, the Disney Dining Plan I think was a later, maybe a couple years, added to the benefit, right? Um, to go with it because I don't think it was available right when I did it because I didn't know anything about it. it. Yeah, it was it was a recent addition to that. Now I don't necessarily use a Disney Dining Plan when I go, you know, because I just it's a I tried it once with some friends that we did it and it was just a lot of food for me, you know, I couldn't (laughs) keep up. I probably wasted credits, you know, I didn't get all my snack credits. I just it's it's a lot of food. It's a great Mm -hmm. deal. You know, it's, 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 it's a great little thing, but it's just, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I never did see I, my family never really did table service. You know, they, they save money that way. We always did counter. So I've never gotten to that a whole thing about making sure I sit down and eat. Now I'm trying to. Now I hear you guys talk about, like, you know, all the different restaurants. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Every night's a new right. experience. Yeah. yeah, so I got to mm-hmm. freaking try it, you know? So it's like now, from here on out, my plan is, like, you know, if I go for a week, I'm going to try at least three different restaurants I've never mm-hmm. been. Like, I've never been to La Salle yet. Never been to Narcoosie's or the uh, Calif- California Grill. Yeah. You know, I, I've maybe within the past year just started – utilizing like realizing the wonders of table service like kona Mm -hmm. cafe holy moses (laughs) i mean y'all heard that in the last show man i freaking love that place tonga toast man come on (laughs) you know absolutely incredible
2: can you believe this guy has never had a lapu lapu
1: i've never
0: had a lapu lapu (laughs) oh my god Listen, (laughs) i know
2: you know it's not like it's the uh end all be all but if you're in the polynesian and you don't go drink i don't care if it's cat (laughs) If you don't drink out of a pineapple, you might as well just leave that place and, you know, go stand on a corner somewhere in Kissimmee and and get a hotel at a Hampton (laughs) Inn or something. Um it, it 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 definitely you I know I love that it, resort man yeah oh, a, I feel at home yeah <laughs> you know it's, it's it it has such a great um it's my favorite resort out of every it's place got personality I ever go. it does it does yeah. and it a lot of them does. a lot of them try to yeah. but putting in fancy light fixtures right. or yeah. or a certain type of uh you know water slide or something yeah. like that but uh, the Hawaiian place man it's just. Oh, it's it, awesome! It, it's so you got the beach, you got the palm trees, you got the tiki torches that are lit every night. You know, yeah. you don't, you don't walk to your room with with standard electrical lights, right? The whole path is lit by tiki torches. That's awesome. In bro. the background, yeah. there's Hawaiian music right. playing. It could be two in the morning, right. and Hawaiian music's playing. The breeze is blowing through. Right. There's orchids. There's palm trees and in the distance there's a a, a beach even though there aren't like massive waves coming in there's a beach. there used to be you know and and yeah and it's yeah yeah that's another another historical story yeah Yeah. but uh but anyway yeah um it it, that's a lot of fun dude so next time you go you don't have to go to ohana to get it just if you pass by you say let's stop in the polynesian to go to kona cafe before we leave, let's go hit the bar over at the restaurant. Right? Okay. And, oh, I saw go, that. You're yeah, right. Yeah, go straight okay. up to the bar and tell them you want them, and they'll set you up with it, and yeah. you can have it right there at the bar, and you don't have to order a meal. Well,
0: I'm going to definitely make a point to do that. And everybody and, you, you know, Danny can hold it to me, and the listeners can hold me to that. And I also noticed there was a sushi bar right outside of Coney yes. Cafe. I yes. could just pull it up sat and just add some sushi if I wanted to, you know. Wonderful. They didn't have to go to Japan or Epcot or anything like nope. that. Right. So and and the fish looked really good, so I wanted to try that. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I love freaking Polynesian, man. I'd I'd pay cash. <laughs> and yeah, you know, people keep saying the Polynesian concierge level is just like the best. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. You know you now, I,
1: I hear the rooms are small. as That's far as the rooms go, yeah. the rooms
2: are small. But actually Polynesian and, and you guys can check this out and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, for years, I put a lot of you know background work into this. The Polynesian has the biggest square footage of rooms. and depending on what longhouse you're in, Samoa has a very small. Samoan is the longhouse that runs along the, the pool and a volcano, mm-hmm. um, and your door opens up. You walk out to the pool. But uh, the Tahiti, uh, the the concierge unit, yeah. which is the one I don't remember what it's called is that the one closest to the TTC, uh, it has a
0: large it, a... it has a large glass window oh, okay, and it all okay. faces I got you. all
2: faces the magic kingdom gotcha those long houses are considered the biggest square footage of, of of any standard room so based on any any standard room contemporary grand floridian on down through animal kingdom and all of them those are the biggest rooms and there's hmm. a there is a. I'm not gonna. I guess I'll give this guy a plug. There is a website called TikiMan.com, I believe you can Google that, cool. and uh, it might not be exactly the website, but it's TikiMan something or other. Uh, it gives all the facts on a Polynesian. It's history, how yeah. it was built, and all this stuff. But it also compares it to other to other locations. And that Dan was the biggest perk for me originally going there because of the fact that I had. The two kids, my, uh, you know, learned disabled brother, and, and my wife and I, and we were all packed in one room. Right. You know, so every room provides you with two queen-size beds yeah. and a, uh, a single sleeper sofa. Yeah. Not, not a fold-out where you get the double right. and all that, but right. it's a single sleeper sofa. So every room has that, whereas opposed when I was at Animal Kingdom, I had, uh, you know, two bunk beds for the kids. Right. That were singles, right. and then one queen size bed. Oh wow! And 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 it was like if I'd have had my brother, he would have been sleeping on, uh, you know, the, uh, the the towels from the bathroom. Yeah. The- <laughs> so um, check into that because yeah. um, I, I'm not sure that. that fact is accurate. I've always heard that.
1: the rooms are kind of smallish. Uh, but you know, I, that resort it though, depends on your longhouse. Yeah,
2: you're, yeah. You're correct if you're talking about say Samoa. Or uh, some of the older longhouses that run along the parking lot, mm-hmm. but when you start getting into the ones where you're, well, I don't want to say paying the jack, but you're paying the <laughs> money, okay? Yeah. Um, and you're along the beach, mm-hmm. and there's three of them: uh, Tuka or something <laughs> and uh, and and the Tahiti, and, and there's, there's about three or four of them that on this website where the guy's given all the stats, he'll tell you it's about. 450 square foot per oh, wow. room as opposed to about uh, about 400, 418 that's what most of like animal kingdoms grand yeah. floridian boardwalks, standard rooms, that's around what they run. That's interesting. So now, with, I,
0: tell you, I tell you what, though, I don't know if I stay at that resort if I'd stay in the room that often just because, you know, I'd want to lounge somewhere with my freaking pineapple drink or whatever, <laughs> hey, man, you know? That's no, another yeah. I could hang in that freaking you, lobby it's it's not and just, listen to that waterfall with the leaves and stuff right. and just chill. I could just sit there and give me a drink. I'm good to go. Go to, the pool. The, go to the pool. the nice. pool. I can go to the beach. You know, yeah. Whatever. Not and, and g-
1: beyond that. I mean, just renting a boat and being able to, to, oh, yeah. to go up and down the lake. I mean, yeah. that, that's great. Or the, was it the Seven Seas Lagoon? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 Seven Seas the little water
0: yeah. mice thing. Yeah.
1: Kelly and I did that you on know, one of the last trips that we stayed at the Polynesian, and we found yeah. River Country, which was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it's just like um, those grounds are just so well-themed. I mean, you could just oh, chill out anywhere. Love the Polynesian. You know? I mean,
1: Polynesian's probably my second favorite resort of all the ones that we've stayed at. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, and, and, uh, you know I want to go back to this for a yeah, second. Yeah, we're getting there. a little off-top, but that's all right. Yeah, Polynesian's
0: yeah, just yeah. so cool. That's another show.
1: I do want to <laughs> go back to this because we were talking about what, <laughs> what discounts you get. With the Disney Vacation Club that isn't covered by, you know, vacation costs and everything like that, like, and Aaron and I were talking about this before the show started, like, our understanding was is that Disney Vacation Club members used to get, like, 20% off merchandise, some restaurants and stuff like that, and now that's been kind of cut down to 10.
0: Yeah, it's almost the same, it's pretty much the same as, like, an annual pass holder now. So, same thing with dining and stuff, you get the same kind of, you know, if um, a friend of mine's a DVC and an annual pass holder. Um, Not Tables of Wonderland. Tables of Wonderland, Mm -hmm. you get like 20. I I, I paid in for that. But, you know, he could have used either the annual pass or he could have used the DVC discounts. Pretty much the same thing, you know. And and that's pretty much, you know, the extent of that. I mean, they list all the discounts and stuff. I mean, it's not, um, you know, as great as it used to be. It's not as wonderful as it used to be. Even We reported this on a, a show before, the Tables of Wonderland card. Um, you know, it, it's not even... For the annual pass holders, it's, it's gotten even worse as far as a benefit because they went up in price. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything's kind of on that kind of level. It's kind of evening off. Yeah, it's it's nice that you would get a little bit of discount. But, you know, I'm not really worried about that so much. If d- I happen d- to get a discount... You know, and this is funny. When I go shop, like I go to World of Disney, it's like, okay, I can't remember. Okay, is it... Disney Visa card, annual pass holder, or DVC. Which <laughs> is which is a big deal. deal? Yeah. Here's yeah. the deal. The I'll, I'll clear that yeah. up
2: for you because uh, I, I have the Disney Visa card, and that's our only claim to fame. Yep. Um. The bottom line is uh, now they're all 10%. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Everything's yeah, yeah, right. 10%. Right.
2: So it doesn't matter which one you use. Now uh, Now the, the tables in Wonderland is going to be 20%, and right. I don't know if that goes to – you know, world of Disney, are just restaurants, right? But, uh, but, but when you go to buy stuff um, at merchandise-wise, at the stores and, yeah. and different things like that, um, store-wise, I know, uh, especially downtown Disney, your Visa card gives you ten percent, and yeah. pretty much always has since the time um, we started as members with that. Yeah. So, um, I just had a conversation. This last trip, Kevin, with a lady lady and her husband that were DVC members. And we were talking to them because, I mean, you know, we're still interested in it. We still love it. If my kids were as diehard to go to Disney, I would definitely be looking into investing the money and just biting the bullet. Um, However, that's not the case. And what they told me was they said the only gripe that they had with it is... Recently it seemed like they were starting to take away stuff. And I said, right. What do you mean take away? And yeah. That was the first example.
0: Like all the discounts and stuff. Right. The they were yeah. like,
2: you know, we said for they said, you know, for five years we were getting twenty percent savings everywhere. Yeah. And we were, you know, set above everybody for investing on right. this money right uh, but now they were only getting the same discount that, that a, a, a schmuck right. like I was getting right. for having this credit card right and, and so they kind of felt you know betrayed like you know look we, we've invested a lot of money here, right you know you yeah. took this away from us it was kind of a benefit so yeah. From that standpoint, um, that was the one thing that I that I found out uh, yeah. regarding, like, savings or benefits that, uh, you know, where Vacation
0: Club yeah. started
2: and where they ended up.
0: Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I know one of the, I was just thinking of mine, one of the things is Wi-Fi in the, in the rooms. I know we still, DVC still gets it free. You know, we could get into, in, into we can get free Wi-Fi. Uh, in our rooms that I think I don't I think to, if you stay at like a regular resort you still got to pay like maybe like ten dollars a day or something uh, for Wi-Fi and stuff like that um, I'm trying to think of but yeah Aaron's got a, a, a perfect point I mean yeah the discounts and you hear other podcasters talk about the exact same thing yeah the discounts aren't as great as it used to be when you first bought in um, I the discounts never really bothered me so much because I never really could keep up with everything yeah I, I used to get the perks the the little perk uh, pamphlet that you get um, when you um, um, uh, check into your resort, but I, you know I didn't really I didn't have time to sit there and just look at everything that I get discounts at, mm-hmm. or let alone if I went to a store I'd take the time to look it up and make sure I get a discount, it's like I really don't care, you know I mean it's, I I got my Disney room and that's and that's pretty much all that matters to me. Well, you um, know, this is part of what I uh, like. Man, I'm kind of surprised here. Like. You
1: know, you get D twenty three membership free. Yeah, yeah, I, saw that. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, it, but
0: you know what? That's that's a terrible racket. And the WD guys um, talked about that on one of their recent shows. Man, it's barely anything. The D twenty three. Yeah, the D twenty three. membership Oh yeah, yeah. For you got to go to the conventions
1: in order for it to be yeah. anything of well, worth.
0: Well, not just that, but it's like you know, it's like almost a very basic level. It's like almost an entry level D23. I don't know all the specifics. I mean, I'm a reference to WDW Today, guys, because they really do a good job of addressing that. And I want to say it's a show in January. I forgot. Right. But just look for the DVC D23 thing. But uh, yeah, apparently, it's like if you want to take full advantage of your membership, you got to pay the full price for it. You know, yeah, DVC gets. Um, certain little things free, and I wish. Uh, I, I, do I, you get I, I the magazine? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Want, that's the best part of it. I want. I don't know if I do or not. You know, I, that might be something that's. It's. I, I know we get the, whatever discount D twenty three is or whatever they do with right. stuff, but yeah, I mean, um, Matt Hochberg on WWE was talking about what's such a racket. I'm. Mean, I'm have to let y'all listen to that and see what's up. I mean, what a racket it is. All right. So one other thing I want to talk about is, um, you know, my family went on Toy Story Mania. It was just me and the one-year-old. And the one-year-old was in a stroller. It was nap time. It was about 11 o'clock. So she was asleep. And so I was bored walking around, you know, Pixar Place. And I happened to stumble upon this DVC dude. So I was like, eh, you know, I'll, I'll talk a little bit with him. Just try to figure out what's up with Grand Floridian. You know, so we get to chat and talking about DVC, you know, I say, "Hey man, what's up with Grand Ferrari?" And he was talking about, "Yeah, you know, a lot of people keep coming by and they keep asking about that." And you're like, "You know, I'm, I'm there's there's rumors and stuff hearing that it looks like they in May they're going to start releasing the points charts and the prices and everything else for that in time to start selling by the fall." So um, that's what I got right from the DVC dude's mouth. So you, I mean, we can we can we will revisit this when we get to May. Yeah, I heard, heard May fall. shows and so yeah, Danny heard fall. So you know there might be some validity to that. They may start selling by fall, and you might start seeing some points charts and prices come May. So keep an eye out for that I mean i would be curious to see you know how that how that unfolds you know the whole grand Floridian saga because I know once that's done uh, chances are our eyes are going towards the Polynesian DVC which would be just as cool but anyway that's a that's a whole separate topic kind of a thing all right so uh one other thing I want to talk about is the maid service when you buy into DVC you got to realize that you're not going to get regular maid service unless you pay for it you can pay for it to get like maid service for like every day of your stay But usually, what happens is that uh, DVC has two criteria that they split up. Um, Let me, I'm gonna read it here from the book. It's, let's see. For stays of seven nights or less, there's a thing that they call trash and towel service, which is provided on uh, day four, which is what I usually end up getting because that's when my trips are. And basically, what it is is that, you know, they give you a laundry basket of. Well, if you're not in the room, they'll they'll set the laundry basket of towels and toiletries and stuff and everything just to replenish your supply. You know, even dishwashing stuff and everything else. They'll set it in front of your door. They will not go into your room. Which is fine with me. You know, yeah, I have no absolutely. problem with that. Uh, that's my only thing with a regular room is like, you know, I don't want anybody going there and mess with my stuff. You know, I, I got a safe with my money and everything else. You know, I can make my own freaking bed. I can wash my own dishes. Just leave my stuff alone. You well, know, that beyond kind of
1: that, I don't want to get woken up at, at exactly. 8 in the morning.
0: Exactly. You know, and some, uh, some people will talk about having to wait for the maid or something to come through or whatever else if they come back to the middle of the day. But anyway, that's a, a different thing. Um, the other half of that service is that for stays of 8 or more nights... Uh, You get full cleaning service, which includes a trash and towel, plus, you know, they dust and they clean just like a regular hotel room. So keep that in mind. I mean, you know, somebody's not going to come in and make your bone bed. They're not going to, you know, whatever, clean this, that, take out your trash. Um, For DVC members, I mean, there's little certain areas within the resort where you can drop your trash off and your recycling. They have two trash cans in the resorts where you can put your recycling plastic stuff. If you're into that and your trash, you can do that. And that stuff may bother some people. Just because you know it's a, they're on vacation, they don't want to be bothered with that. They want to do that, but I I don't really care. You know, I'll t- yeah, I can take out my. If it bothers own you,
2: don't stay seven days. Stay eight.
0: Right, stay eight. <laughs> yeah, stay longer. You know, I mean, I can take out my own trash. I I don't. I'm on vacation. I don't really have to make my bed. I really don't care. You know, I'll leave it messy, whatever.
1: How much trash do you have when you're in a your room 20% of the time anyway? <laughs> well, you know, the only time I... Wine know,
0: bottles. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Alcohol problems. You know, for me, it was it was, it was dirty diapers. Get them the heck out of the room, man. <laughs> Dirty diapers, you know. My little Lily would poop. Got to get it out or else it'll stink up the whole place. You know, I don't want that anywhere near me to begin with. You know, my I little Lily snuff, had the but,
1: decency you know. to do it in the tub. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Speaking of which, speaking of it,
0: if you want to hear more of that story, man, you got to check out our, our field reports and uh, we're going to start. a We're going to release a new show on this feed that you're listening to catching all our regular shows up uh, called the field reports. And basically what this is, is, you know, when we take trips down to the world or wherever it could be Disneyland or, you know, um, if we're so blessed, freaking Hong Kong or Tokyo, Tokyo, I really want to go to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or Paris. Yeah, we're gonna do some. Rec- we're gonna take the recorder down there. We're gonna do some podcasts. You know, life in the parks, so our experiences. So um, basically, the first set of field reports you're gonna hear. There's a set of four shows involving Aaron that we have here and Danny and members of his family uh, on their trip to in, in January this past time.
2: Yeah, please uh, forgive the kids for uh, all of their uh, long windedness.
0: all right danny man we just uh that's a heck of a uh, we're hoping to get all the information in for this show but we reached another end of a show we got kind of got in it. we're going about an hour and a half here yeah i'm sorry we exhausted your ears yeah but um we're definitely look for another show because man we didn't even t- t- talk about like uh dvc rental points and all that kind of business that's probably a whole nother show in and of itself so we're definitely going to do uh some of that kind of stuff you know and mm-hmm. we're on, you know also comparing you know the um we didn't even talk about you know the dvc paying for dvc versus the regular guest you know i mean you know there's, there's people that say that the um the people that pay the regular prices are going to make much more money off disney's going to make much more money off for them than the dvc guys right and also the point of which you know dvc pays off you know some people say eight to ten years are kind of stuff you know so um yeah this is a whole another show that uh, we got we're gonna uh, probably do in the near future So keep an ear out for that. But in the meantime, if you have any questions regarding DVC that we haven't answered yet, um, and I know there's a bunch because, I mean, there's a lot to this particular kind of uh, uh, investment of money, um, email us at magicroa at gmail.com. Okay? Um, We'll get it. We'll read it on the air. We'll try to address it as best as possible. Um, Also, too, um, let us know how you like the show. You know, send us another email if you got any comments or suggestions. Um, at the same time, you can follow us on Twitter at Magic Our Way, and you can like our page on Facebook, Magic Our Way, um, on Facebook. Um, so yeah. Oh, an iTunes store, man. Yeah, if you like the show, leave us a rating, write us a review. Uh, we do appreciate the time you take to do that. So please make sure that that, that happens. Um, so anyway, yeah, we're at the end of the show. You have anything to add, Danny, or you know anything else, or?
1: I hope we've helped you in some kind of way. Yeah, we hope, that's the
0: main thing. We want to give you all a really full picture of what investing in the DVC, I don't even want to say it's necessarily an investment per se, but buying DVC is about. So um, we'll continue the story and saga on another at DVC episode and hopefully address a lot of concerns that hopefully you will email in and let us know. Uh, with that respect, I am Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out.